Hello and welcome to Finch Shots Daily. In today's episode, we explain why intercontinental great brands, which owns the Oreo biscuit, took parlay to court. Oreos with milk at home, Oreo cheesecake, shakes, and pancakes at the cafe, Oreo dessert recipes across the internet. Let's face it, Oreos are everywhere, and everyone loves these black and white biscuits. Since these biscuits are so darn popular. You can bet that other brands will try and copy an Oreo, right? Well, apparently, that's just what Parley, the folks behind the famous Parley G biscuits, did in India. They looked at all the trademarks that Oreo had registered to protect its brand, including the name, the blue packaging, the embossing or design on the biscuit, and they probably thought, "How can we do something similar?" And voila, Fab O was born in 2020. Oreo was livid. It felt that it was a blatant copy. So in 2021, it took Parley to court. Their lawyers butted heads, and finally, a single judge of the Delhi High Court passed his judgment on Friday. What did he say? You ask. Okay. Before we get into the nitty-gritty of the judge's observations, you have to know one thing. It's crucial. If you read the 50-page order, you will see that the judge keeps referring to a customer of average intelligence and imperfect recollection. Now. The reason for that is simple. The judge cares about the masses, regular consumers who may or may not be literate, someone who's not regularly consuming these biscuits, because these are the people that brands can conveniently trick, and that's the segment the judge pays attention to. Anyway, let's break down Oreo's complaint into three parts. First, the brand name. Second, the packaging. Third, the design of the biscuit. Let's start with the brand name. See. Oreo has a problem with the name Fab O, and on the face of it, you can't really see anything similar, right? The Parley brand is basically an amalgam of two words. There's Fab with an exclamation mark, and there's the letter O. So it's really Fab O. Parley says the exclamation mark was just to incorporate a fun element in the mark and make it unique. Whiz whiz, other mark. After all, it did register the name Fab O in 2010. And it also sells biscuits with an exclamation mark, like the Fab Bourbon. So it wasn't a premeditated and a targeted attack on Oreo, which only launched in India 2011. Okay, let's accept that the name is dissimilar, but there's phonetics or how the word is really pronounced. And how do you pronounce Fab O? Well, this is where Parley dug its own grave because, as per Parley's own social media posts, it clearly says Fabio. That sounds quite similar to how we'd say Oreo, right? The end result, even the judge scoffed at Parley's argument that the exclamation point was just added for fun. He said it was a clear sign of trying to copy Oreo, especially since none of its other biscuits had an O after the exclamation mark. Now Parley tried to wriggle their way out of it. They said, "Look, if the first syllable of two marks is different, we cannot say they are phonetically similar." And they pointed out what happened to Tanishk. Around 20 years, the jewelry arm of the Tata Group found that a jeweler who ran Kazana Jewelry had decided to launch a new brand in Chennai called Kanishk. So Tanishk filed a case. It felt like it sounded too similar, and people would get confused. The court looked at its merits and actually ruled against Tanishk. Kanishk was left alone to continue running its store. But this time, the judge was having none of that. Instead, he referred to another case. Between Amrit Dhara Pharmacy and Satya Deo Group from 1962, one of them had a product called Amrit Dhara, 
and the other sold Lakshmandhara. Both of them were medicinal products. And the Supreme Court said, and we quote, the question has to be approached from the point of view of a man of average intelligence and imperfect recollection. To such a man, the overall structural and phonetic similarity of the two names, Amritdhara and Lakshmandhara, is in our opinion likely to deceive or cause confusion. Unquote. So yes, the first syllables don't really matter. But the judge didn't stop here. He had a final nail in the coffin for parley. It seems that there aren't really other biscuits in the market that just end with an EO sound. It's just Oreo. And that makes it a distinguishing feature of the brand. So when Parley decided to call its biscuits Fabio, it could definitely confuse someone who's of average intelligence and imperfect recollection. Then there's the packaging. Parley lists all the ways in which packaging is different, such as placing the Parley brand logo prominently on the package seven times in fact compared to just one mention of Cadbury on an Oreo packet. It said that its packaging was a lighter shade of blue when compared to an Oreo, that it showed two biscuits on the pack, while Oreo showed one biscuit being dunked into a glass of milk. And it also said Oreo has to prove that its colour and packaging have become its own brand, that people associate this type of packaging only with Oreo. It even brought attention to a case in the US which featured Oreo's original maker, Nabisco. The court had observed that when it comes to biscuits, it's nearly impossible to find a new colour for packaging. Everything was already taken, the red, blue, yellow, all of those colours. So people are used to that. They're not going to be confused about the biscuit just by looking at the colours. And on the face of it, that sounds like a solid argument, right? But... There's a legal principle called the initial interest confusion. Put simply, if a brand packages itself in a deceptively similar manner to a rival, it can cause confusion to the customer. And in Parley's case, despite all the differences it pointed out, it used this blue color packaging only for biscuits with a vanilla cream filling, just like an Oreo. Also, if you look at similarities as opposed to all the things that are dissimilar, you will see that all the differences that Parley pointed out were minor. Sure, the Parley logo was prominent, but that's not enough. Because a person of average intelligence need not be aware that Parley and Cadbury are two distinct companies. Now, Parley tried one more angle. It argued that other vanilla cream biscuits come in blue packaging too, so it can't be penalized. But again, the judge didn't think much of that argument. Just because others have copied a similar packaging doesn't mean that Parley can go scot-free. The others could have seen Oreo's success and copied it too. And you can't expect Oreo to sue everyone, right? It takes time, it takes money and it's really dependent on Oreo to decide which is worth going after. So Parley lost out on this front too. And finally, what about the design of the biscuit itself? Well, that's the only place that Parley scored a point. Because sure, both biscuits have a bunch of intricate patterns on the surface. And Oreo has a trademark over its design. But apart from a ridge running along the circumference of the biscuit and a few dashes, the design is quite different. And if you want to establish design infringement, you really need the marks to be the same. Feature for feature. But wait, what about the concept of passing off, where you coyly use a similar design to confuse a customer? Well, if the biscuits were individually out in the open, side by side, you could have said that Parley was trying to pass off its Fab O as an Oreo. 
The designs could look similar, but the biscuits are in a pack. It's not sold loose in stores. So you really don't expect someone to get confused by the design, right? So yes, it's 2-1 to Oreo in this round. And the end result? Well, you're not likely to see the Fab O biscuits in the blue packaging for a while. Parley can't use the brand name or the packaging for a new batch of these biscuits. Anyway, you can be sure that this is not the last we hear about this battle. And we'll see what happens in round two. Thank you for listening to today's episode. FinShots Daily is available on a bunch of streaming platforms such as Spotify, Apple Podcasts and Google Podcasts. So make sure you follow us on your favorite podcast streaming platform. Until next time.